They want to take your pickup truck. They want to rebuild your home. They want to take away your hamburgers. This is what Stalin dreamt about but never achieved. Let me hear that dirty word. Socialism! You can run, but you can't hide. All right, we're back. Let me just say welcome, everyone that's listening here to another Left of Dial session. It's been another pretty insane week as just like 10 minutes before we started this. New Orleans, apparently, the whole city has apparently lost power because they're dealing with a Category 4 hurricane. And we'll talk more about that. Oh, and I'm joined by two people who are with me today, Bo Barber and Eddie Pratt Jr. If you guys want to kind of introduce yourselves. If you don't mind, Eddie, I'll do the honors first. I'm Bo Barber, currently a precinct committee person appointed for the Ogden One precinct in the Champaign County Democratic Party. And I'm also a grad student at the University of Illinois, PhD student, go Illini. What up, yo? My name's Eddie Pratt Jr. I am uh, a current DSA member, advocate, advocate, activist, or whatever you want to call me, concerned community member, whatever. But yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, kind of get, get some house cleaning or get get on in it. Here where we are, we're in the, the Champaign County area or Champaign-Urbana area, wh- what have you. And on Tuesday, August 31st, there's going to be a study session on Garden Hills, which, you know, we just br- brought up New Orleans. and you, But there's going to be a study session on Garden Hills at 7 p.m. There's going to be a hashtag garden for people who need a ride in the Champaign-Urbana area. So I think I'll, I'll be one of those people that hopefully have dr- driving people to that Tuesday s- session and eddie if you wanted to talk about what exactly this study session will cover obviously it's going to be dealing with that stimulus the city of champagne will be getting some money thanks to that stimulus package that the biden administration passed a a little while ago funding that'll be uh, available for the city to use if if you want to kind of go into detail talk about that yeah yeah so the 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 federal stimulus plan that, that goes to these municipalities and whatnot is called the american rescue plan fund and these these funds are explicitly earmarked to supposedly combat or uh, help with different obstacles and, you know, effects of COVID-19, be it mental health, homelessness, domestic violence, and the like, right? So these funds are supposed to help communities get back to a source of some point of normalcy or whatever, whatever the hell that is. So, uh, yeah, so the city of Champaign is going to receive $25 million and the city of Urbana is going to receive $10 million. 50% of that has already been allocated, and so the city of Champaign actively right now has about $13 million of that American Rescue Plan funding. And the city of Urbana has somewhere around a neighborhood of, of $6 million. So there, there's things they could do right now. And one of those, but, one of those things was the SWIFT program, which is currently, you know, we talked about last time, but which is a training program for people that are interested in like specific types of careers or, or jobs like construction, healthcare, kind of blanking on what, something IT. that you've been, I, yeah, IT. Yeah. I see, yeah. IT, yeah. 
truck driving, get your CDL, you know, yeah. your CDLA at that, on the CDLB or CDLA. Yeah, that's what's going to be going on in, Ch- in the city of Champaign here in Illinois. So if you want to join us, yeah, please come to the Champaign City Study Session on Garden Hills. That's at the Champaign City, built the building, you know, main city building where yeah, they have... I think, I think, yeah, I would have to double check, but I think this specific study session is about housing, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, though, I think it's important that we get members of the Guardian Hills neighborhood into that room. And because, you know, like, you know, like I know, you know, you've been out there with us a couple of times or, or whatnot, you know, canvassing GH as part of, of you know, match the meal, you know, the swift push and everything and talking to these people. And we're doing more, um, you know, than just talking about swift. Right. We, you know, just talking about life in, in general. You know, basically, you know, just touching base and everything. And people tell you what they feeling like, you know. And so the things that I've heard throughout that neighborhood and the stories that, that people have told me and the experiences that people have, like, yes. They absolutely, more than anything, they need to be in that room because this is about their neighborhood and they need to have a stake in what happens in their neighborhood. That's the whole purpose of government and representation and all of that stuff to begin with, supposedly. Either way, I, I hope to, to help facilitate something that, you know, as far as like helping with transportation and removing that obstacle so we can get that room and hopefully pack it yeah. with those folks. Yeah, obviously we'll be taking uh, precautions, you know, with uh, COVID. Oh, it looks like my lost Eddie. Uh, <laughs> um, get him back, hopefully here. But there's also the other thing that we've kind of been working on. And Bo, if you want to talk about this, you know, with this spreadsheets mobilizing and these kind of tools has been the Maintaining Equitable Access Act to kind of kind of discuss what that is. It's kind of about the uh, which would the Maintaining Access to Essential Services Act of yeah, 2021. The whole that's like the def, you know <laughs> title of it. And uh, what this would do, it would cancel every rising household debt for things such as utilities, so water, electricity, broadband services. And this is I think this written by Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib up in Michigan. Yeah, and this would help so many. This would help so many american families across the country especially here in illinois in the champaign county area and so like there's on there there's like if you type in your zip code it will show you basically the representatives for that respective zip code so there's like maybe like a handful of zip codes that have like ones where it's like you might have two representatives but you know hell call both of them but it's got it in there so that you know you have you have uh, you put in your zip code it tells you who's the sent. The senator is easy because you just put in the zip code. It knows what state it is, and then it lists the House representatives, so you can call all of them because it lists their op- their office numbers to call along with the script right beneath it so you can just call them read that script go down that list and it's like you don't even talk to them directly you just talk to like their office people and then you have them pass along a message like i'm gonna have to call my district's one which is like the 15th of illinois which is mary miller so that's gonna be fun yeah i got you know ronnie davis who uh, I, I, I call him yeah ronnie burger davis because if you remember way back i know it's kind of hard to with everything that's happened but when he was hoping for leftovers when donald trump i think it was the clemson football team oh uh, yeah yeah he was hoping for like he's like oh i i'm 
personally a McDonald's or a Burger King guy, but I'm hoping President Trump will, there's some leftovers from, you know, when President Trump, you know, fed the Clemson football team. It's like, oh, wow, you're, you're a dog begging for scraps. Come on, bark like a dog for me. I'm kind of like, what parallels can we draw beneath this between this and trickle down, trickle down economy? But anyways, (laughs) so that, yeah, is what another thing that we're working on. And now to kind of move on to this other and, you know, as we talked about, you know, last time with the eviction moratorium. Well, unfortunately, now with the Supreme Court ruling against it. So now that's creating a really just emergency bad situation. Now, here in Illinois, we did extend the moratorium here and granted as we all know with that hasn't prevented people have still been getting evicted because of utility uh you know behind on utility payments because for whatever landlords they have a lot of power they can create whatever whatever reason really which is why you know things like rent control have been something we've also been trying to go on but here in illinois i believe september 18th is when the moratorium moratorium state moratorium will be up and we'll be facing a wave of evictions and you know as you know eddie has talked about it that creates just a disaster waiting to happen because we're also still in a pandemic that in rural areas it hasn't gotten much better the numbers aren't as i mean they're still technically going up here in illinois they're really bad in places like florida and georgia tennessee mississippi etc there's also that one map isn't there that basically the only state that is not listed i can't remember what the map or where that map is it's not like people i guess can visually see it anyways listening to a podcast but i can describe it to you with as much colorful commentary as i can it's that one map that shows you like county like the rate of transmissibility of covid covid and almost all counties across the united states are red except for nebraska which i'm pretty sure the only reason it's not is because i'm pretty sure they just stopped reporting anything it's yeah it's, uh, and this is going on when school you know schools are now didn't university of illinois just complete its first week or whatever whatever i know there was a couple i will try not go on a tangent about university of <laughs> illinois but if you want me to you, if, if you let me i will but i will not i will not just put that uh, i mean it's up to you <laughs> also eddie's back <laughs> yeah, yeah well, i mean they, none back. of those damn schools should be in in, in session right now they just yeah. shouldn't be <laughs> I mean, you, you know how many people are like on the campus like p- people are people are stretching these boundaries of what they can and can't get away with like in the classroom i mean don't, don't even ask me you can ask almost any student on campus but like at, at the same time like you know like he this is literally what chancellor jones said in one of the COVID steering executive committees or whatever it was, meetings like town halls or whatever thing they want to call it. He said, this was like, I think just before school started, he's like, now if you go to the bars, you know, and you're going to stand on those long lines and be really cramped, you know, wear a mask. And I'm kind of like, buddy, you're missing the four for the trees here these kids are going out to the bars i feel like you're trying to put like i keep saying this but it's like probably it's probably not a good thing i'm like you're trying to put like a like a batman band-aid on like a, a severe stab wound or an arterial stab wound my buddy dang and you don't want to stab them. you're the one that's that I mean, i'm just like okay you stabbed them and tried to give them a little and, and then the, the whole thing that gets me is like well don't worry we're just gonna be all honor code and stuff and, you know we're gonna we're gonna all expect each other to be adults and i'm like man, like man if this anything is pandemic taught me is i'm like nobody is an adult we are all winging it here and that there are many people who i do not trust well look at these 
I mean, there was just a report of this conservative radio. I don't know if you guys heard of this. This guy, this conservative radio host who was very anti-vaccine. I mean, I mean, look, you know, what's happening is tragic. But I mean, all I can say is if you're if you're an anti-vaxxer and you get COVID and you die, it's just like, look, I'm it's, you know, what do you expect? I mean, you know, if you're not, if you're able to, you know, the reason why this situation is so fucked is because there isn't a vaccine available for if you're a kid under 12, you know, if you're 12 or under. Yeah. What kills me is like all these people that used to be like, hashtag save our children. Think of the children. Won't somebody please think of the children. And I'm not scared of a virus but i'm scared for this future of our children and they're talking about all this other stuff like yeah. i just totally unrelated and now it's going through schools kids are getting sick there's icus filling up with kids that are getting covid and i'm kind of like huh where are all those folks now you know there's these parents complaining about school boards and i just want to make it up we're going to talk about this thing that's going on in uh this wisconsin school board and uh here in in a little bit the wakisha school board with what they're doing with free lunch <laughs> Apparently, we'll talk, mm. get, get to that in a little bit because mm. you know, you're on our you're on our shit list that school board. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, you're seeing parents, whatever anti. I mean, if you want to call them anti-vaxxers, you want to call them liber- libertarians. I mean, 60 Minutes just had this report of this guy who got co- you know he got he considered himself a libertarian and he thought, man, well, I didn't really take this seriously, and it was kind of like it kind of was like, yeah, I didn't get the vaccine. I didn't I didn't believe any of this COVID thing, and then. Like he died like a few days later. It was just kind of like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, if you don't, just, yeah, keep messing around. I mean, it's no yeah. So it's just like, but the situation. I mean, that said, I know ICUs are filling, and what's <laughs> what makes it so frustrating is that yeah, these IC. I think the Texas is like basically all out of ICU, so hospitals have to literally fly people, or you know, they're just so desperate to find people you know people who are sick or ill whether it's with covid or with uh any kind of whatever cancer uh any kind of medical emergency and you know we just talked about what what's going on in new orleans with this hurricane like there's a hospital that's that's filling up because of the covid with covid patients and now they're boarding up the hospital because of this category four hurricane and now that as we just said the whole city just lost power yeah i mean I mean, it's just it's not good. It's, it's, not really good. it's really frustrating. I mean, and you know, I think I think I said this before to Eddie. I said th- I said this before to you too as well, but but like, and I'm also I'm not purposely trying to like lead it into this, but like it seems it seems very coincidental. New Orleans, as as Eddie has pointed out, that's a majority that like that's a majority like black population, right? And as Eddie as Eddie knows, like that's been a well, like because you know you know about like the whole parallels between like Garden Hills and New Orleans and basically basically it's just it's uh, what, what I'm seeing is I feel like a parallel between like the abandonment of a very majority black community being abandoned by the I don't know the people running everything and then people doing their best to survive out there but like like Garden Hills they don't got sidewalks the draining is terrible there yes. it floods every single time they make jokes about it yeah. and what are we seeing in New Orleans we're seeing Garden Hills on a like on a on an exponential larger exponentially larger scale let me say this Garden yeah. Hills is North New Orleans is Flint is Baltimore is Detroit is yeah. Chicago is yeah. Memphis it's the same yeah. shit all around yeah. is the constant constant intentional 
intentional neglect of the government towards black and brown communities and cities by large, especially when they're majorly black. Same old, same old. Don't the mean same, problems, trans, same problems, different boss. Right. Then, then they pseudo put their hands in the air like they don't know what's going on. Like they didn't, <laughs> like them doing the very bare minimum was like they knew it wasn't going to be sufficient, but they did it just so they can show people like we did things. See, oh, we don't know how this happened. Oh, mass yeah, inequality like, on purpose. Yeah. Like what? And then the other times when like people come up to them and it's like, hey, this is something the community needs. They're like, I think you said it before, Eddie, or something like that. It was just like um, when black people ask for something, it's like, well, we'll get to you next. Mm -hmm. There's always a waiting list. There's always an extra meeting. Mm -hmm. There's always... There's always an extra study session. Like, why we got to have a study session in Garden Hills about a problem that's 20 years old? Mm -hmm. Come on now. Come on now, bro. Come on. What? A study session about something that's been going on for 20 years? I wish I could put off, like, years. exams and quizzes that long so I could try and pass them. Of you know course, like, I'm not filling up to midterms this decade. I'll, I'll holler back at two, at 2032. Capiche? Word. Oh, oh, no, bro. Eddie, that's too early. That's still too early. Oof, we're busy. We're busy. Oh, you're trying, just... to, you're trying to get into. You're trying to do your yours yours during cyberpunk days, huh? Again, as we mentioned now with this eviction moratorium going up, um, there is, uh, and what's also been frustrating with that, there is what because there is federal assistance for uh, housing mm-hmm. uh, assistance. What do you call it? FD. Get, I'm looking at the source: uh, emergency rental assistance, and yeah. well, that's been frustrating because so far there's been 46 billion dollars in rental relief. At least when this article was published 46 billion dollars in rental relief is available only 89 uh 89% is has is left so only about 10 11 percent rental relief has been used so that's 89 5 billion dollars that's not even five billion dollars it's only yeah only three it's, it. uh, it's only been three billion dollars has been and a lot of the couple of the reasons why is a lot of people don't know about these resources don't know about this money or funding right. that they could apply for but also there's you know other barriers it's just there's so many things that they make you have to jump through all these hoops and all these fill yeah. out all these things do you have to exactly what was the one here i could have swore i saw it it's like 20 pages yeah, you have to fill out all this paperwork. And some people are going to look at that and be like, oh, well, yeah. well, that's the thing. Because people are going to be like, you know, oh, it's just 20 pages. You just got to sit down and do it. You just got just to sit down and do it. If you're really serious about it, you'll sit down and do it. You know how many people who work in two to three, nine to five jobs? Exactly. If you're, if you're I right. mean, if they're doing their, you know, I mean, look, a lot of these people, they did the right thing. It's just, you know, with this pandemic, they either lost they either lost job or they lost they or they had to change jobs for less you know and they lost money because you know they had to you know work less hours or because you know this whole thing has just thrown really i mean with the exception of rich you know the rich yeah. uh, elite elite class who they're doing fine in fact the rich the one percent they actually have gained money during this pandemic yeah. and so it's just once yeah, again the, the, the average person got had to work two jobs just to have the minimum of shelter before the pandemic so imagine you're you're working i know a lot of people here that here and even in other states that are like working two jobs and they're barely making like 2200 a month but their bills come up to like 2500 and you know they got kids and responsibilities and stuff so like they're these people are, are barely making it these people are entrapped in a way to where they have to utilize 
payday loans to pay their bills and then keep that money and then pay it back and then get out another loan so they can stay afloat and all of this. So there's this really fragile financial ecosystems that people Mm -hmm. are making for themselves so that they can survive that are so fragile that your schedule being off five to 10 hours would be enough to cause a major shake in your life. And so like you have millions of people going through this. And so because of that, they can't hold that balance and all of these other things that they had situated fall. So they end up in debt to their utilities. They end up in debt to their landlords and then they end up getting final notices. They end up getting eviction notices that has been stopped until now and then these same people come september 18th around here are subject to being unhoused in mass and what's for them what's left what what kind of safety net do we have for these people nothing let's be honest nothing Well, this and another is, thing, this another is a thing classic like, use of a natural disaster yeah. to cause a major class movement in mm. favor of the rich. Yeah. Cause like, it, that's it's what COVID a, is doing. It's, 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 yeah. And exactly. So like what happens is you already have systematic class separations in place. Right. So like, cause like, as my girlfriend pointed out, cause she's really smart um, and she's casually listening to this and she's just like, you, you should also mention this. You forgot this. And she does that a lot. And I do tend to forget a lot of things. So it's been really helpful. <laughs> um, she brought, she brought up even in Northern Chan, even One in Northern Chan, the unofficial co-host. She, she pointed out, so she used to live in the Northern part of Champaign, like on the North part of Neal. Oh, um, okay. I don't know if y'all remember, like, you, you, you know, Edgebrook, Eddie, you know, Edgebrook, Edgebrook Drive. Yeah. Edgebrook yeah. Edgebrook Drive. Mm-hmm. So like, up there, it's a very low-income community. They, there was a lot of times, like, landlords and people there, and everyone would just accept things in, uh, what was it, checks? Checks, because, like, there were people that were not literate. They they were they were actually illiterate. They would not be able to navigate a 20-page form and be able to do all these things. Yeah. And isn't sort of like, well, that's, yeah. people are like, these are not in my backyard. People are like, well, they should have gotten themselves educated. And why do they do that? Well, then it becomes, it becomes a, because they have work. They have work. I'm trying to flip y'all's burgers for the first part. So like, I'm trying to do these things. And then, you know, then I'm moving on. I'm sorry, my, my ADD is like creating this whole kind of like anecdote anecdotal kind of thing in my mind of how somebody's probably trying to move on up and then people get mad about like subway or something being closed because they don't have enough people willing to work low wages basically it's a lot of systematic issues that ain't random because that's that's a real life situation that's playing out for millions of people i mean it's played out of course and it's uh, happening here through the whole course of my working life yeah like these people there's people that have like that it just kills me how even people like in both parties will just kind of i don't know just be like well personal responsibility i'm like yeah personal responsibility needs to be taken by people but you also got to be able to make it so that they're not trying to just trying to keep their head above water to even try and get to that level so that they can move up they're either trying to stay afloat or they're drowning and people are like well that's their fault and i'm kind of like you're gonna see a man drowning in the water and you're gonna be like well sucks to be him and then just float your boat away Hmm. i don't know how i don't know who raised you i don't know who raised i don't know who raised y'all i don't that whole uh, suffering is like a, a rite of passage for basic human rights is fucking I hate grind culture. Sick. I hate it grind culture. Sick. And and the sick. thing and I hear and, from all types of folks. 
And I'm just like, how do you come to this conclusion when your uncles and aunties and, and, and grandfathers and whatnot are dying in their fucking 50s and 40s? Like, how mm-hmm. are you? How are you simping your killers? Like, yeah. how are you doing it? Crazy. Uh, it's a really, it's a really perverse thing to be a capitalist or to want to be a capitalist. Most folks aren't capitalists. Capitalist. I, I don't know about you, Eddie, but yeah, do you, most folks are workers you wanting capital? to be capitalists. Do you have capital, Eddie? I don't got capital. Hell no. Man. Most folks that call themselves capitalists are are just workers. <laughs> you're workers, man. You're, like you're a man, worker, man. bro. Like show man, some solidarity. You, What's like, wrong like, with you? When are these people going to realize, my friends, you are not the capitalist. You are the capital. Own oh, God. Well, and to kind of keep on that that subject, this kind of conditioning that our capitalist system does up in Wisconsin, in I believe it is Waukesha, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. uh, at this school board in Wisconsin, they decided to do away with their free lunch program because, quote, kids will become spoiled. And just to get, I'm not like, to kind of. Just to get an God, idea, damn. just to show you that how fuck how the universe. I swear to God, this this is I'm not making this up. One of the board members, her name is Karen. Now spelled K K R I, not K A, not K A R E N K R I N. But hey, still still Karen, a white woman said said that the free program made it, uh, I'm quoting uh, USA Today Rory Lennon just to give credit she said that the free program made it easy for families to quote become spoiled and that she feared that there would be a slow addiction to the service yes a slow addiction I'm too sober to, for this to food yeah it's, I'm, it's, I'm so glad I hit that sativa and uh, I'm actively smoking a Newport already <sighs> because that would have been too much pre-Newport oh my <laughs> god what the literal Fuck! Like what? Okay, so what? Here's, we're here's, talking here's about what, feeding children here. Here's what kills me. So that, that is a that is a heavily populated city, right? That's a lot mm-hmm. of kids. Cities yeah. have a lot more kids who cannot afford to freaking eat because there are tons of kids and families living under the poverty line in big cities. It just it that that naturally happens because the congregation of people and the misalignment of resources to people in the wealthier parts. So you're gonna get a lot of more resource. Try not to get too like big. Like I want to start drawing graphs and shit. Only thing I'm really good at. But like I, I went to a rural high school. I went to a rural ass high school in Champaign County. We had kids who could, we had kids and families who could not readily afford like lunch. And I I don't recall how it all worked out there, mainly because like, not that I elected to ignore it, but I just straight up didn't know about it. I ADHD is a hell of a thing. You would miss a lot of stuff going on. But like there, there were kids like we would take them on like we'd go to like track meets and stuff. And there was one there was two kids that could not afford to like eat anything when we went on went to track meets. So what did they do? Certain parents on the team, certain parents of kids on the team, including my own parents, would slip the coach, slip, slip the coach some money so the coach could be like, eh, I'll cover you. Don't worry about it. This is a kid that has to like come to school, try and focus and learn in the middle of the day, may not even be able to afford lunch. You know how hard it is to learn when you can't eat lunch? Like there are studies that show that your cognitive function exponentially decreases when you do not have proper nutrition. If this lady wants to talk about how people are going to become addicted to food, you're talking about people who are going to become addicted to having to rely on other people because they can't learn the things they need to learn in school in order to get a good job. Mm-hmm. Because- 
we're too fucking hungry. That hits real home for me because, like, <gasps> I grew up super poor in Detroit. I literally was raised off the free lunch. I'm gonna keep it like keep it a buck. There was days where I was, where I knew that the only reliable meal that I was going to get was going to be at school. Exactly. I knew that and literally organized my day for that i knew and, and then they had they, they had a breakfast a free breakfast program but you had to you had to get there early but mm-hmm. i organized my day to make sure that i did because <laughs> i wanted to make sure that i ate because even to kids they can recognize that it is important that they have food in their system before the day starts and it's kind of ridiculous that that it comes from fucking adults who also fucking have lunch breaks and are happy to have a lunch break oh yeah like what the fuck i want to ask this woman woman, like you know i mean damn you want to know what you're right karen how about that like have you had any kids karen they come straight out the womb do you look at your kid like as soon as they came out the womb and be like you know what you better stop paying rent go to mcdonald's right now learn how to do something over there summer go go to the auto shop and like walk in as like straight with that umbilical cord that's attached to you and learn how to become an auto mechanic and make some money because you need to start paying rent buddy are you doing that to your own kids i mean my god the cognitive dissonance required to just be that dense i mean if, if this were the movie if this were the movie you know that Arnold schwarzenegger movie total recall where they take away the people's air on mars like she would be <laughs> she would basically would be cohegan like they would need a protagonist like schwarzenegger like yeah give these people the air cohegan in this case it would be give these kids foods Karen. <laughs> like that's what you would literally that's what you would <laughs> I don't, somebody needs to do that like you know hey give these people food hey if you're up there in Waukesha like we said about Andrew Cuomo by the way the the and this is exactly as I said before with conditioning the one of the board members not this is a Joseph Joseph Como C O M O he talked this is a quote from him from this USA Today article quote as we get back to whatever you want to believe normal means we have decisions to make quote I would make this part of normalization so taking away free lunches according to this person is normalization what kind of what the fuck what the fuck is, is normal about you, not eating kids Joseph I, what right. the fuck is normal about that? Please I mean, tell me. I mean, what? I mean, why stop there? Why not take away? You know what? I mean, I guess what? What else do you? Not, why not take away the what, kids' away water that they write with take, during take, class? We don't want yeah, them to bring, have to bring your own. the bathroom. Let's just yeah, do yeah. away with bring, whole cafeterias. That's way too. You, you, you want to know what? You want to know what? That do money somewhere else. School. Do away with the whole school. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why is your kids learning education? By the way, for anybody that's going to try and clip this yeah. short or whatever and take me out of context, I'm being facetious. <laughs> like, Jesus. I mean, God. Yeah, br- oh bring a butt. Uh, if you can't afford the use the rest, you know there'll be a fee for the restroom. If you can't do that, you know bring your bring a bucket or something. Ben, Just like ben, yeah, don't don't give him ideas. Don't give oh. this Joseph man ideas. Don't 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 do it because he's doing a lot of good this right now. But like if, if Joseph or Karen I or anybody else on this board, ideas. anybody like Joseph or Karen on this school board end up hearing this, which I highly doubt. I'm gonna need all of you to fuck all the way off and then fuck off some more. Well, Thank I'll say this, and if you know anybody or if anyone from Waukesha, you know, as we said about Andrew Cuomo in New York, hey, fuck Cuomo you know, too. While we're at, fuck yeah, him too. Fuck yeah. him. Hey, we did, you know, we got him to re- resign. <laughs> uh, we're, we're taking credit for that. We got him to, you know, Al. Uh, here's a statement from Alan Max Fax 
restaurant. You're welcome. For those who didn't listen to the last uh, Left of Dial, Alan had been going on, did, did this uh, uh, Twitter campaign where he was eating pizza with a fork because that's insulting in New York. It's apparently like a, an offensive thing to do if you in New York because they hate silverware up there. Fuck that shit. Fuck that but, shit. They don't eat they don't, they don't silverware. silverware. What, silverware. what the fuck do you think I am? I eat with my fucking fuck? hands. I'm Italian. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so if you live in uh, Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin, vote these people out. Until you do that, you're a suspect. Let me tell you something. You're a suspect. I'm sorry, we we got we got issues. Get rid of these people. Waukesha. Call yourself no. Don't call yourself no. Activist. Don't call yourself no. Advocate. Don't call yourself no. Progressive. If you ain't voting, don't call yourself no. No freedom fighter. No such. No social justice warrior. Leftist. Whatever. If you ain't voting, you a non-factor. You are fodder for the white supremacist machine. Straight yeah, up. Just get, you know, vote these fucking people. You got a problem. What do I yeah. say? They're making your, they're literally, they're literally starving kid. I mean, how, that's like, yeah, that's nuts. Like, that is literally like, like something a Disney egregious. villain would do or some bullshit, like right? some, like, some B movie villain would <laughs> do. I'm gonna take away their meals. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoon oh, villain what? shit. Why? What have children ever done for me? Oh my god. I just who is oh, this person? Like who is this board member? Dr. Robotnik? Like who is this Dr. person? Like, Egghead looking Dr. at Dr. Eggman looking at Egg looking Action up schemes. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna yeah, up in these four children oh today. I just wanna ask them what? who hurt you? Who hurt who hurt oh. you that made who hurt you Jeez. at some point in your life? That made you think, you want to know what? Starving kids, that's the right thing to do. You wake up and you wash your faces. And you, yeah. you want to know what? And you put all your clothes. Jesus. Is they having some kind of coffee like, first? Is it like some fail in marriage or whatever thing? Uh, people- parody. Parody. Allegedly. I mean, we'll have to ask our, uh, our, our lawyer, Phoenix Wright. Objection! That that's who we can't afford a three dimensional lawyer at the moment at Left the Dial, but we do have a therapist too, uh, Buster Wolf. I, I don't approve of his practice. You're gonna ask me if I'm if I'm okay and then punch me with like a fire like a fire punch. I I don't approve of that. I have question. Where did you go? To, where did you do your practice, sir? Where where, where did you where did you get your degree from yeah. exactly that a lot that suggested a fire punch, <laughs> sir? It is currently yeah. like ninety plus with the heat <laughs> index. I'm gonna need that hot fire punch to cool down. Uh, we have yeah, we have enough going on. We have enough fire going on in the West Coast, and oh, now we yeah. have hurricanes wiping out, causing blackouts in New Orleans during a pandemic. So all this shit. So, I'm, just, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, you know that go on too. I'm like, you you want to know what? Like, and utility shutoffs still going on. By yeah, the way. It's- it's still going on. I mean, Commonwealth Edison in Ameren, Illinois, looking at like Hurricane Ida and like the number of houses that 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 hurricane shut off, and they'd be like, "Damn, we got to step up our numbers. Those are rookie yeah. numbers. That hurricane step disconnecting everybody. Thought, we got to step up our numbers. We ain't we ain't dehousing and making enough families unsafe. We got to do more. We got to do more. We got to step up our game. I'm way too sober for this right now. My God." <laughs> You see what that hurricane did? We're not destabilizing enough families. <laughs> we are not hurting the working class enough. Well, I hate to end it there and wrap it up on a, a not-so-great note. <laughs> yeah, so things aren't going great. Not great, Bob! At least nationally, because <laughs> we still... 
the Supreme Court did away with the eviction moratorium. Fuck so we got, and now Hello, we, we, we still Mario. How are you doing? We, we're still in a pandemic, which is causing hospitals to fill up in a lot of areas. And now we have hurricanes causing blackouts in cities like New Orleans Whoa. while there's while, while there's a pandemic. So things are going great. Uh, things could be a whole. I feel like I'm moss in IT crowd. It's kind of like I'm, you know, with with the uh, typing on my uh, computer, yelling fire, fire. Where, where, when am I supposed? To, am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing? Dear sir, stroke madam, fire! Exclamation mark. Fire! Exclamation mark. Help me. And I'm just like casually looking at the fire as it gets bigger and bigger. I'm going like, wow. We've talked about the uh, rally yesterday at the champ at the Urbana. I think it was at the courthouse courtyard organized. We got to work to get, you know, so, uh, work solidarity, you know, solidarity, which is what we're going to do with this study session on Guardian Hills on Tuesday. We're going to do our best to Try, you know, try to fight against this eviction moratorium. Ca- call your officials, call your congressmen mm-hmm. about this Equitable Access Act. Call your governors, call your, I mean, talk to your city councilmen, talk to your officials about this eviction, about this moratorium. And it, it's not, you know, as we've mentioned, it's not great <laughs> with what's happening, but. You know, you can't just throw up your your hands and be like, well, there's nothing we could do. No, there's definitely something you can do, which is organize, mobilize, as we say. Bo, we have that doc. That doc. Now, if yeah. I post that. You want you want me to read out the, you, the tiny URL for it? Yeah, or if you want to just send it, or we could also post it. On, oh, you the put it on a little... Yeah. Yeah, we'll have some, we'll have a detail. Well, there'll be some information when you go to the details of this thing and the with information uh, with what we talked about. So we'll have that posted about who you should call, where, where how to enter your zip enter your zip code, which will give you your congressperson to call about this Equitable Access Act, Rashida Talib Talib's bill with uh retain uh with utility payments, you know, debt forgiving that. Uh, there's the, uh, and then obviously there's what's going on with the eviction moratorium. Let's see what else. COVID, other than all I can say is get vaccinated. You yep. know, keep wear a mask if you're going. If you're going to be somewhere where there's going to be people, probably even if wear you're a mask. vaccinated, wear a mask. Even, yeah. You can still get it and spread it. The only thing that a vaccination, the vaccination does, is it, it may help with reducing spread and your ability to shed. But uh, it all, it, it mainly is to make sure you know if you get symptoms and get the virus, that you don't like get the severe symptoms and die. It helps to prevent that. It is. It's so you still got to wear your mask. I still wear my mask. And and uh, there's also that bill that's going on. I think it's is it the that thing that Bernie Sanders is working on that would increase Medicaid, which quite a few bills. There's the infrastructure bill. So there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, a lot happening. Think, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, I don't know if if Bo or Eddie, if you have any last statements, feel free to make them because I heard a whole bunch of noises because it's a party over here. Or party-ish. I don't know what you call that. There's a party where Eddie's at. A responsible <laughs> gathering. Yeah. yeah, let's call it that. Yeah, let's not... Yeah, yeah, because God knows. Anyway, uh, yeah. Solidarity and all that good stuff. You know, I mean, it, we're living in serious times. There's serious things going on. But at the same time, I believe in being uh, 
rebellious and resilient in all places and all spaces. So even though that, you know, we got to be safe and we got to wear our mask and do all these other things and, and deal with all this other crazy mess that's going on at the same time, live your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Find happiness, mm. find peace, take time to rest. It's important that we all do that. Hell yeah, Eddie. Yeah. It's important that we yeah. all do that. And don't let yeah. these these times dictate, you know, what you believe to bring happiness or to bring peace. We still need to fight in these times, but we also need to take time to rest, to enjoy life, to spend time with our loved ones. Remember that what we're fighting to do is to have the space and time to do that more plentifully. So, yeah, that was my final words. <laughs> I don't think I read much about to top that. What I, Eddie I, said, ditto. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Likewise, same thing Yeah, with Eddie, with what Eddie said. I think that's a great place to end there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Also, if you wouldn't mind, if you if you are listening, if you wouldn't mind sharing this, since we're trying to get this information out there about with what's with all what's hey, happening. You think I you you think I got a second to try to get uh these these white DSA DSAers to get yeah. a shout out real quick? Yeah, Eddie's hang, can, yeah Eddie's uh, I can do that real quick. Hey. Eddie is hanging out with the youth. Hey, the can white, I have y'all attention yeah. real quick? Yo 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 yo. All you, all you YDSAers, yeah. I'm, I'm on a podcast right now hey. with some folks and everything, uh, some other DSAers and, and you know, and all we're that. Gonna, so we're gonna we're, end we're this, all yeah, over the with, net with right the now. Uh-huh. So if y'all would, if you feel comfortable, you just you know, give a big solidarity to the folks. Yo, solidarity, solidarity. Oh, my heart. Let's go. I want to hire. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Western Well, well yeah. Well, I can't think of a better way to end it than with uh, cheers of the youth. Thank you so much for listening here on Left of Dial. Uh, take care, solidarity, and yeah, keep keep the fight going. We're, we'll see you next time. Woo, solidarity.